This is the John Oakley Show podcast. 52-year-old man. His name is Edwin Bastidas. He has been arrested and charged with two counts of first-degree murder. All right, well, that's just a quick update on what happened in Brampton. Uh, Two young boys, 9 and 12, just before midnight, about 5 to 11 in the evening, there was a call to 911, came from inside this particular home in Brampton, and uh, the father now, the 52-year-old Edwin Bastidas, charged with first-degree murder. By the way, uh, that was Heather Cannon. She's a Peel Police Constable who is updating that scene. And yet further to that saying, uh, they don't know yet how the boys died. We're not actually releasing uh, cause of death, though uh, this morning, what I can update from this morning is when we attended, we didn't uh, find any obvious signs of trauma uh, to the children. Um, it was uh, a little bit later on that uh, it was determined to be a suspicious uh, death in both cases. All right, no obvious signs of trauma, and yet uh, what happened was the coroner actually flagged this because he seemed to be suspicious uh, about the circumstances surrounding the deaths of the two boys. When um, officers arrived, because the signs, uh, there weren't obvious signs of trauma, um, that's where the coroner attended and that's when it was determined that it was suspicious and then our Homicide and Missing Persons Bureau was notified and took over the investigation. Again, Peel Police Constable Heather Cannon updating that story out of Brampton. We're uh, rife in the city of Toronto and the environs. Uh, Six separate shootings, including one at a North End Toronto bar, left one man dead, another man injured. This was at Jane near Lawrence, and uh, it was about 1.20 in the a.m. Man reportedly walked into the bar, began shooting. Two people were hitting the gunfire. Uh, One man died at the scene. Second man rushed the hospital in critical condition. They say a gray SUV was reportedly seen taking off from the scene. Officers investigating going in and out of the Red Room restaurant, which was the site of the shooting. I don't know, is this the new normal now? Uh, Because it seems all too often, six, six shootings, individual shootings. Let's get David Perry in here, Global News Radio's crime expert and CEO of Investigative Solutions Network, Inc. David, always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Six shootings in one night. I mean, with all of your experience uh, being a cop in the city, I mean, have you ever seen it get so bad with the frequency of these shootings? No, we sure haven't seen it this bad before, but we did predict it. And uh, here we are today where uh, you said, is this the new norm? I wish I could say this is the new norm in terms of where we're going to hold the line on this. But my my opinion on this, based on, on my experience, is that this is going to get far worse before it gets better. Why do you say that? Well, we've seen the spike in violence, and the spike in violence is in relation to a lot of uh, changes in uh, the ability of police officers to enforce the laws and you know quite frankly some politicians making some very horrible decisions based on special interest groups and uh, and worrying that somebody's god forbid going to be offended by being stopped and as a result of that the police no longer have the powers and therefore uh, you know all of the authorities turned over to the gangs and they're carrying guns with impunity they are taking over our streets, and, and I truly believe we've lost our way on this whole issue. Well, you know, when the uh, police chief says we're not going to arrest our way out of this, what's your comment to that? Um, you're not going to arrest your way out of this um, if that's all you're going to do, but arresting your way out of this is a very integral piece of bringing some kind of normalcy back to our streets, some kind of sense of safety back to our streets. And what should be happening is that everybody who's, you know, acting in a way 
or in, in a manner that, uh, you know, police officers have got a strong gut feeling that they're involved in gang activity. And I'm not talking about racial profiling. Uh, police officers are very smart. They know what they know. They see what they see. And if they see suspected drug activity and, and gun activity, they should have the power to stop people and investigate them. And we shouldn't worry so much that that might offend somebody. That's the that's the essential piece of uh, the backbone of policing that, that has been taken away. And we are seeing the results. But John, I, I never want to sound like a broken record when I speak about this publicly, but we've all predicted this many years ago when this happened, and here we are today. So what you're saying, public safety is being betrayed by our lawmakers. At what level? Well, okay, what level and uh, what needs to be addressed? I'll tell you just parenthetically earlier in the first hour, I was talking about a situation in China, for example, and I guess we can take it under advisement that we don't know because, you know, things are murky when it comes to how the Chinese affect uh, law and order, but uh, people pushing fentanyl, uh, two of their nationals sentenced to life imprisonment, one to death, it certainly seems to have gotten the attention of the people who would be pushing these drugs. I mean, are, and I'm not suggesting we go back to the death penalty, but perhaps we're just, I hate to say the cliche, but soft on crime and the so-called revolving door, including, by the way, in this recent drug and uh, gun and gang sweep that the police were holding a press conference over yesterday with 150 charges laid uh, of the six individuals charged, all but two are out on bail. Yes, and and that's you're well said, John. I and I agree with you. Our justice system is broken, and if you look at the justice system, that that involves obviously the, the police, the courts, and the correctional services. And unfortunately, some of it comes out of of the courts with really lame decisions and weak sentences and and these bail conditions that you just spoke about. That's that's a big part of it. But politicians are stepping up and making decisions and taking control of police services and making operational decisions that are impacting public safety in our cities. And I'm going to point the finger right where it belongs at John Tory. He's the one that stopped the street investigations. He's the one that got up in front of the media and said, we won't be doing this anymore. And he's the one that broke the backbone of the Toronto Police Service. And I say that with respect. There's not an officer out there that doesn't want to do their job and and doesn't want to, you know, have an impact on bringing back some sense of safety to our streets, but uh, they can't do it any longer. Yeah, but I remember being here, uh, sitting in this catbird seat, when we were discussing about the disbanding of the Tavis unit, uh, and uh, carting was considered to be, uh, well, inappropriate or ineffective, as well as maybe unconstitutional. Uh, We had not just the mayor, the chief were saying as much and citing studies that say uh, this isn't impactful or important. It uh, doesn't do anything to deter. You beg to differ. I beg to differ. And all we have to do is look at what we're dealing with today. There's the evidence. And, you know, it goes deeper than that, John. All of us that have been in policing for so many decades, we used to hear on wiretaps gangs talking from other cities like New York and talking to Toronto gangsters and saying, whatever you do, don't carry a gun in Toronto because they'll arrest you. Don't shoot somebody in Toronto because they'll actually come after you and, and charge you with murder. And now we're hearing the opposite. I still have lots of friends and lots of contacts who are telling me the talk has changed, and, and it's changed in a way that they're talking openly about you can carry whatever you want, even the police stop and take your gun, you're going to get off in court. And they're right. It's an ominous note you strike, my friend. I appreciate you coming back on to remind us all that uh, this is, again, operational decisions that have put us in this quagmire. Dave Perry, thanks a lot. My pleasure. Anytime. You got it. David Perry again, Global News Radio's crime expert, CEO of Investigative Solutions Network, Inc.
Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 